start by thanking our partners. Plenty, the bookshop downtown, has a mission that includes helping your business thrive. Our recommendation is Donald Miller's Story Brand. All of Donald Miller's books are filled with practical ways to talk about your mission and align your team around key actions. It's really been powerful for several of our businesses. Check out Story Brand at the Downtown Bookshop on 48 West Broad as you shape your life of plenty. As you've heard the last couple episodes, Sabrina Brazel is a top-notch realtor with The Realty Firm. She is a single mom and advocate for women. Sabrina's support of Powered by Her goes hand-in-hand with how she supports her clients. No stranger to the Upper Cumberland area, Sabrina has a boots-on-the-ground approach to how she works with her clients. Her tireless work ethic show why she is a top-grossing realtor. Whether you are buying or selling, give Sabrina a call at 931-319-3812 for your real estate needs. Providing inspiration and community for women in business of Middle Tennessee, this is Powered by Her with Tiffany Welcome back to Powered by Her. I am Tiffany Anton, and I have a co-host, Sabrina Braslin. Hi! Thanks for um, being my co-host for the last couple of weeks. Yes. Um, and being, and hopefully we'll kind of do more of these. And yeah. So yeah. I've enjoyed having a co-host, and we've had some yeah. um, really great topics. And today is one that is, like, near and dear to my heart, and I just feel like you are kind of the poster child of this a little bit. Um, So we're going to talk about building your empire as Mm -hmm. a single mom. Yes. And let me just start by saying, first of all, even saying building your empire feels Mm -hmm. a little like, oh my God, is that too much? Are we now? Right. Should we say that? Should we not say that? We should definitely say it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think that sometimes we trying to make yourself smaller yeah yeah we minimize ourselves you you go ahead and go first and tell us kind of your single mom situation yes so I became a single mom five years ago my daughter was born so I started taking the real estate class when she was like a month old and that's that's super fun like let's just drop actually it was the best timing really ever I have another single mom on my team who took the class when you know her son was a toddler and that was really hard so I'm thankful that I made the jump very early on when she was really sleepy yeah uh, (laughs) for the most part yeah and you are pregnant with your second child pregnant so you're gonna have a little baby boy coming up soon um, by the time this airs, who knows? You may yeah, be here. I by know, the right? Soon. Fingers crossed. Yes. I'm ready and I'm not ready. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you've never been married, no. which is, um, there's a trend in, I, I kind of looked up some t- statistics. Yeah, I thought that was and, interesting. And um, about 50% of single moms have never been married. Yeah. I'm sure that you do not feel like that living as a single mom who's never been married. Yeah. Do you feel like you're, 50% of single moms are art that's honestly it's kind of shocking um because I feel like I'm on an island as a woman who is a mother who has never been married a lot of the time yeah yeah so I am my my single mom um journey is that I was married for 10 years and I got divorced my kids were four and seven Mm -hmm. um yeah four and seven and um so they were still pretty young and I was previous to um getting divorced I was working part-time for like a year before yeah um but then I was a stay-at-home mom and yeah. so um, that's a I big mean, I had a college degree so I, I had yeah. some 
some some sort of yeah you had some substance or, there yeah. yeah but um I mean I had been out of the game for about six years that's hard and so and I kind of saw the writing on the wall and mm-hmm. so that's where I started working part time and kind of like yeah. hustling and creating things yeah. for myself absolutely I was a high school teacher in the past and so I didn't know I didn't necessi- know that yeah. oh my gosh I, t- I taught in Virginia for high school math I yeah. was a nerd um, was I'm no longer I'm super cool now I was a nerd growing up <laughs> were you yes I love it girl I had the big um, thick glasses I <laughs> still wear the big thick glasses <laughs> half the time but um it's so funny I, I'm sure that no one would like believe that with us it's right like, like no they're not for nerdy. sure 100 um, yeah at heart yes I really kind of felt like I needed to figure out I need I, obviously I needed to figure out what to do with my family and yeah. you were kind of in a similar situation Absolutely. you were working in downtown Nashville mm-hmm. um in the hospitality scene yes. and it was like okay this is not gonna work yeah like, not sustainable I, ca- for, I can't work for, crazy hours no. and have a, a child and a lot home. of people do that and and I think I want to say you know I, I'm not ever negating someone's experience because a lot of people that is their only option. I worked with a lot of single moms in hospitality, you know, Nashville here in Cookville. But, you know, for me, that was not my future. I want to say, so I have looked up some some data on this. And 62% of moms in the U.S. are single moms, which is wow. a lot. That's a lot. Um, and the, the, the United States has the highest rate of single moms That's in, crazy. in the world. Wow. I want to say, too, that it's not easy. No. And I don't want to sit here for the next 20, 30 minutes and say we don't understand the struggles mm-hmm. because it is it is tough yeah and there is a lot of um discrepancies of government assistance there's a gap between Absolutely. getting like a full-time job and working yeah. you know in the struggles. I experienced that, that. yeah mm-hmm. so tell yeah. me about that a little bit I stopped working bartending uh downtown like a week before Ava was born so I hustled that entire pregnancy I'm talking like I was working doubles like opening up the bar closing the bar and then I was living in Cookville so I was driving back and like staying on the phone with my mom at three o'clock in the morning so I didn't fall asleep and crash so then I took off like a week before she was born so then you know I'm breastfeeding my newborn baby I'm taking the real estate class like really trying to make things happen and I I had to have some time to heal from the birth as well and so I applied for welfare and food stamps that's not something I shared with a lot of people but no shame I mean that's what it's there for yeah so I think I got like a hundred dollars a month yeah which was astonishing and luckily I made it there's a gap mm-hmm. uh, oftentimes right and there's a hundred dollars a, a month is not enough to you know, yeah. keep you going right it's a little additional help to yeah. maybe take the the edge off a sure. little bit I guess yeah. but mm-hmm. what during that time what emotionally like where did you get emotional support from because that's a, I think a huge part of the single mom mm-hmm. stuff is that you just, you do feel like you're alone. Yeah. I mean, I'm very fortunate and blessed. I have a, a wonderful family who was there for me every step of the way. You know, my dad, my mom, their spouses were very, very supportive for me. So that, I was very blessed to have that experience. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't. And no. my mom was a single mom. My parents divorced when I was like eight or nine. And we did not have anybody. Mm-hmm. And that was very difficult on her. 
my family's all in Michigan. And so that first summer, I just remember, and I, I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself. Um, I truly, truly believe that my children are blessings from God that yes. he chose these children for me. Yeah. And I feel like I really have this deep like sense of responsibility yes absolutely to raise good humans yes and so then there's a lot of pressure that I put and so mm-hmm. when I'm in a not great emotional place mm-hmm. it's like oh my gosh how do I still show up for my kids I still um, have not figured that out <laughs> yeah I think I mean it is hard I think mm-hmm. that kind of figuring out how to have the other outlets mm-hmm. Ava is is your daughter and yes. she's a, a bit younger than mine yeah. but she's getting she's older yeah. and it's hard sometimes I'm sure as you as she gets older it's hard to still kind of think this isn't one of my people to like no rely on no 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 um but Mm-mm. I think a lot of moms can fall into that sometimes. it's easy because your kids are you know they're on the island with you and Mm -hmm. it's only you and them and you know that was my experience with my mom Mm -hmm. and I love my mom dearly but that was that was our experience she didn't have anyone except for me and so you know there were times that like I became an emotional caretaker for her at a very young age and you know so that kind of like matured me made me grow up a lot faster and so I'm very conscious and aware of that with my daughter that you know she's not she shouldn't have to worry about my emotions mm-hmm. which is it, I mean it's it, it's so impossible because you as single mom one of the mm-hmm. kind of upsides is that you you typically have a really great bond great. with your kids yeah. mm-hmm. and I feel so lucky that I I I do feel um, so close with my kids and yeah. you know, we're in the girl house and it's the three of yes, us and we just, so we are so, so tight. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're going to add the boy into the house. I know. Like, oh I think it's going to create a really good dynamic yeah. though. I do think that that would be fun to have yeah. um, that additional masculine energy. Yeah. So women are like typically pretty close with, with their kids, mm-hmm. but just kind of figuring out that balance of mm-hmm. like, where do I get my emotional support from yeah. is really important. We started off by saying that we're building our empire. Yeah. And so how do you feel like you've kind of figured out how to build that empire or are you building it currently as a single mom? There's just things that people take for granted. It's like um, in a two parent household. You can go out to a meeting in the yes, ev- evening. Absolutely. And it's you not You can go issue. to a showing in real estate yeah, or, for I, sure. you know, we have work events <clears throat> and it's like, it's no big deal because yeah. there's another parent at home. Yeah. Especially when you're building an empire, you know, I think, um, for people who don't have an interest in that, it's, it's probably not the same struggle because it is important to involve yourself. And for me, you know, my career is really demanding and I have to show houses a lot and, uh, meet with clients. And I have to kind of do that on, on their time. So that has been a struggle for sure. My kids come with me uh, and they did a lot Heck in those yeah. early days. Absolutely. All the time. Yes. They were in the staples. Ava in the office. was in her baby carrier, yeah. like going with me to house showings. And I'm like carrying around the, the big old chunky baby carrier yeah. and showing. I'm like, yeah, here's the bedroom. Here's the hardwood floors. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> and I, but I think that being that, that vulnerability of being yeah. real, like this is my life this is me um, yes I think that's probably what what kind of helps propel mm-hmm. I've had some situations where people close to me have struggled when it comes to their career path and finding a job and I said to my best friend I was like I just don't I don't feel like I'm like God's special chosen one that he get, gave me this career path that I'm on 
And she was like, it's about mindset. Yeah. It's, it's because you have the focus yeah. that you do. And I am a, a huge proponent of like how, how you think about things. Yes. I'm a, uh, I think we've talked about this, that yeah. I love trashy TV. Like that is my, like, <laughs> yes, we did guilty talk about pleasure. That. <laughs> um, <Me> but too. <laughs> I can feel myself when I'm not in a great place. Like being a single mom, um, I feel I put a lot of stress on myself yes. to like do the right thing, be yeah. all the things, Absolutely. be the example, all that, yeah. those kind of things. Because you are. And so when I feel like I'm kind of almost spiraling downward, mm-hmm. I can't watch the trashy TV. No, because no, Because I feel no. like it's sucking no. the life out of me. It does. And I'm very sensitive. Like, I'm very aware of that. Like, I don't even watch scary movies. Um, I can't listen to, like, screamy music. Like, no shade to someone who does. Yeah. But it, it. I can notice, like, an immediate difference in my mindset. I really have to, like, limit a lot of those, the exposure to those things. We've talked about this on a couple of the previous episodes that that you've been on. But we, um, I think that sometimes it seems like, especially just saying we're building an empire. People are like, well, it's easy for you. Like, you have all these great things going on in your life. So. Kind of take me through maybe some of the times where it, yeah. it wasn't so – it's not yeah. always rainbows and sunshine. And, yeah. and the days where you have to, like, choose to make mm-hmm. the best of the day. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, you know, pick a day. There, I feel like there's, there's several a week, mm-hmm. honestly. You know, and I think that I'm guilty of that much like so many of us where we're posting the, the highlight reel mm-hmm. on social media and we're like, oh, my God look at all these great things and yes like all those things are accurate but we never are transparent about like what happens behind the scenes and you know I'm never telling people that like oh my child had like a mental breakdown in the morning over what outfit she was gonna wear and you know it took us like an hour to get ready and I was late to my first appointment and there's there's a lot of things and I think you know that surface level but being a single mom and and not having like the support and the emotional support of someone else or the financial support is a big one and you know that's something that I have not had the uh, pleasure of receiving um, in the past and uh, or present and so that's hard you know because and and I think that that's also like what drives me Mm -hmm. is because like I don't have someone there I don't have like child support coming in so it's all on me to mm-hmm. create the life that that I want to create and build for me and my family. You are are, are about to give birth. Not, yeah, not currently same. in this place, but no, um, a few weeks. I'm sure at some point. And again, this is the the like lifting up the curtain a little bit, mm-hmm. and 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 not the Instagram reel mm-hmm. of highlights. I'm sure that there was a lot of fear yeah. when you realized I'm about to give birth to or I I'm I, I'm pregnant now yeah. with a second child yeah absolutely um, and I'm a single mom mm-hmm. and I'm still f- a single income household right that's a huge thing that um, actually in the United States 80 percent of American households are single parent households mm-hmm. that's crazy that, to me I did not know that 80 percent is um, that is so crazy. based on the census um, and so I think what There's did you so do pressure. with that fear like do you buckle down yeah I mean and and that's I've I've been very busy recently a lot in part due to the the product of of my own efforts and then you know just continually nurturing 
and build like having that pipeline of relationships and relationships Mm -hmm. coming through but I have definitely buckled down um and worked so hard this entire pregnancy and I'm fortunate I'm not in the same position that I was when I was pregnant with Ava Mm -hmm. financially just a completely different picture uh but still you know you have that fear especially when do you feel like when you first found out you were pregnant did it kind of like almost like those um movies that like zoom into your eyeball and like into your brain I almost passed out (laughs) like kind of going back to thinking oh my gosh like look where I was like five years ago is is that going to be what I what happens again or or how you know it's you kind of forget the progress you've made absolutely that has been a big challenge in this pregnancy because that is not what getting real here not what I predicted or would have hoped for my situation uh, moving forward with a subsequent pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Um, I hoped that, that I was going to have a healthy relationship at the very least, if not, you know, be committed to someone. And so going through this experience has been like very humbling and I've really had to combat like feelings of shame um, and guilt and self-doubt and all of those negative emotions. And I mean, I feel like every day I wake up and, and I'm literally like verbally say like, no, I'm not going to subscribe to that. That is not me. You know, yes, this is a reality in my story, but I have to put the past behind me and make the best of my situation moving forward. Yeah. But it's been hard. I'm sure. I'm sure that that, that those doubts, those self-fears, and you, it just, it does kind of like make you think, you, you kind of forget I'm where I, I'm where I am. I'm yes. not where I was five years ago. Right. I'm at a different position. And I think that, you know, we've talked about silver linings. Yes. And we talked about kind of your mindset. Um, I think that one big thing is that, like, this is the way it's supposed to happen. Yes, absolutely. And so There's a plan and a purpose. Even though this wasn't your plan and yeah. your purpose, um, I think that you are showing your own children yeah. that you can build something without the circumstances that society tells you that you should have. Absolutely. Which I think is, you know, thinking of the fact that there's 80% of American households are single parent households. Mm -hmm. I think that our kids are going to grow up where that's more the norm. And I think when they see, I mean, I remember when I got divorced and I thought, I can't, I'm not going to be able to keep my house. I'm not going to be able to keep my car. I'm not going to be able to, because I, I had a, a single mom Mm -hmm. and she always struggled financially and she always struggled you know in the jobs that she was in and so you know that was the fear that was my mindset like you know you you go back to that like I had the same experience growing up when my mom was a single mom for many many years like we didn't even have the money to like pay for me to have lunch at school and so I think that that's like the fear that pops in and you're like oh my god you know is this going to be my experience for for me and my children my um, dad got remarried to my stepmom and they got divorced when I was in high school and then my stepmom I felt like financially she just struggled. And I yeah. remember thinking when I was in high school, I will never, Amen. ever stay at home. Amen. I'm never going to give up my career path no. for 
And, and I did. And then you did. <laughs> and I did. Yeah. You know, I, I, I guess I felt the safety of my marriage yeah. or, or, you know, you're just doing what you need to do. Yeah. And then when I started working for the Biz Foundry, I got hired in part time. I knew nothing of what yeah. I was supposed to do. I remember sitting on a call with kind of a, a parent company. There's seven entrepreneur centers across the state. And we were all on this marketing call together. And I said, I'm just a stay at home mom. I don't even know what I'm doing. You and we got off the call worthy. and, and the, yeah. the mentor said to me, um, stop. Yeah. Stop, stop saying, saying that. that. Don't talk about yourself that mm-hmm. way. I don't like when you say that because yeah. we're all, it's marketing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just trying to throw spaghetti at the wall and see yeah, what sticks. Absolutely. And so I think sometimes when imposter syndrome, yes. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you realize we're all just trying the best we can, yeah. um, it can, we kind all put our pants on the same way. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, but I, but I do want to say for single moms that are out there that are starting a business or growing a business or growing your p- career path yeah. it's about mindset it is and I really want to say that it's not that you know God feels like Sabrina and I are just like the special cho- the chosen no. ones I no. think that we just have a positive mindset and right grit. I, I told somebody sometime one one time in a job interview I said if I wanted to be a, a garbage collector I would do it with passion because yeah. that's who I am yeah I'm not gonna I don't want to live a life where I say I have to get up and do this no every day. I want to choose to do the things that I do yeah. and so I'm gonna frame my life the yes. way I want to frame it and I feel really proud that I'm being able to be an example for my kids yeah. of like building a life that doesn't necessarily society tells us that to be happy you have to fit in this little box to be happy and healthy yeah. you need to have a man yeah one of my best quotes I think um not the end is the end until the end <laughs> kind of quote but um one of my best things is that I at the end of my life mm-hmm. when I'm in the grave or in ashes or yeah. wherever I am I um want people to say she impacted my life yeah, she was a good person a legacy I do not care yeah. nobody's gonna care whether there's a husband standing there or not nope if I'm a bad person and I've yeah. made no legacy for, mm-hmm. for the future generations, I failed. Yeah. Where, you know, if if a man standing there next to me or not is not going to. And I'm going to say something right. really controversial. Do it, girl. Bring but it. Drop the tea. I would say, and of course, I've never been married, but I would say that there's a lot of people out there who are, you know, they have that picture perfect life where everybody thinks that they're so happy, but really beneath the surface or behind closed doors, they're not happy. They're not fulfilled and they may even be miserable. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't want to lead my life making decisions to please other people when it's making me miserable there have been times where I could have easily you know fallen into a marriage and you know fulfilled that picture the picture perfect lifestyle that society we think that they expect of us Mm -hmm. and I actively chose not to do that because I knew that I would not be happy well and I think that's that was my choice is when I got married it was like well this is just what I'm supposed to do yeah that's the the next step yeah um where it's just yeah and I think for me I I do I a, a good friend of mine said at one point um you know you'll probably get married sometime don't worry it doesn't mean you failed as a single mom because I think he understood how much a pride I take yes. in being a single mom. Yeah. I yeah. do I, I wear that badge very proudly at, yeah, this, same. at this point. Same. And so I think for you know, it kinda made me laugh because I was like, he understands enough to know um, yes. <laughs> that that's that's a, that's a thing of pride of, for me. Yeah. And I, I, I think that really you know, divorce is hard and, and uh, 
you know, nobody would celebrate necessarily like, oh, it's great that we got divorced. But Um, would you say that like, what would, what would be harder getting a divorce when you were not happy or staying in a marriage where you're not happy? I think, I I think definitely staying in a marriage where you're not happy is, is really a tough situation. And again, I can argue, you can always find happiness, all that kind of stuff. But, But I think. At, if you if you're going into a marriage thinking this is what I'm supposed to do, sure, and it's not Probably necessarily not the, the person, yeah, like, you know, there's nothing wrong with my kid's dad. Mm-hmm. He's a good person. Yeah, I'm not the right person for him, yeah. and he's not the right person for me. And th- I think that's so amazing to be like so self aware of that because I think you know, especially being a single parent, like you can really put on that hat and like just curse and blame the other person. And I think it's important to to acknowledge that that's also you know the the father or the mother of your children and you have to have a certain level of respect like regardless of what has happened between the two of you because that's a part of your child right yeah and I think that sometimes that aspect of building your empire is there do you feel guilty that you're able to provide more or do you feel jealous that you're you're not able to provide Mm -hmm. as much as the other parent there's a lot of dynamics of that too Mm -hmm. and I think that it's important for us just to to kind of honor that and say that those feelings are very sure um natural and they're Mm -hmm. real for sure um it's it's yeah and that's that's probably been you know my experience a little bit as well because when I became a single parent I did not have anything at all financially so this was truly like built from the ground up I built an empire building an empire yeah I would venture to say that there's probably been some resentment on the other side there um but that's okay I'm not going to be ashamed of my journey and my experience and, and the example that I'm providing to my child and soon to be children. Realize that you are providing uh, an example for your own children, but you also are providing an example for other single moms. Absolutely. Um, yes. One of the things that you have, you kind of started um, and, and we haven't, we haven't pushed the envelope. No, this, we haven't pushed you it. You started a group on <laughs> Facebook um, yes. locally that was <laughs> single moms and you were really passionate yeah. about kind of, and, and, and that one might've been one of my first, um, kind of experiences with yeah, you is like it I, was. I didn't even know she was a single mom yeah you know? yeah yeah I think absolutely. that's really like that's interesting sometimes when people think you're doing it so flawlessly that they're like oh I didn't know you didn't have anybody well, else well <laughs> I would have never thought that anyone didn't know that I was a single mom like, yeah I, I just thought that that was like common knowledge I I had a um conversation I I had business um dealings with uh, with a guy in town and um he was in my office and there are pictures of my children in my office and I said something about my kids and I think we're we're social media friends yeah and um he I said something about um my kids and he was like oh you have kids and I'm like I feel like I ooze motherness I'm I'm a mother hello I just I mean even with with, like people in my office I'm like okay like my mama instinct tells me like put the dishes in the dishwasher like whatever (laughs) and I'm like I just feel like I ooze it but then it's like you we have this image of ourselves sure. and how we look and that doesn't necessarily align with like how other people see us sure. because I didn't know that you were a single mom at first either yeah I mean yeah. I remember that summer that I just felt like I mean I would go home crying yeah day all the time and it just I mean I it was a tough tough yes. summer and um I remember I ran into somebody who I had known for a while and um I said something about like oh, I'm going through a divorce and she was yeah. like I had no idea I never would have known yeah and I think maybe that's maybe uh, maybe a characteristic I don't know all I can know is myself but um, maybe a characteristic of single moms yeah. is that it's like we're gonna 
pull our big girl panties on Absolutely. and we're gonna keep going so so similar to like my like the, the big d word yeah you know i'm sure when you were first telling people mm-hmm. you know i'm having a child mm-hmm. it's like you're not married oh I get that question all the time yeah. and I meet a lot of new people too uh with my job and so I'll go on these appointments and especially obviously now I'm like very largely pregnant and, and for those who don't <laughs> live in this area we live in a that town of like 30,000 yeah something uh, like that you know it's micropolitan so it's yes. like a small town that's moving up but yeah um it's a lot of relational so everybody yes. kind of knows everybody yeah so it is hard yeah. and the other thing that I want to point out is that we are in the bible belt so we're in for the bible people belt. who don't it's, um, it's, it's not here. as common and and I've never lived anywhere else so I don't know I mean I've heard it's different other places but yeah. you know I'll meet these people or go on these appointments and they're like oh like tell me about your husband and I'm like well, yeah, <laughs> and that is honestly, you know, at this moment, a daily battle sometimes that I have to fight and like really be purposeful about like not feeling ashamed of the situation. Well, and we we talked a little bit on the last episode with you is that you were kind of looking at a career switch. Uh, I was at one brokerage and moved to a different brokerage. And it was kind of weighing on you. Things were okay, Mm -hmm. but you thought this might be a better opportunity and a better just balance for my life overall. Mm -hmm. And and then you were pregnant afterwards. So it's like everything kind of happens the way it's supposed to. And so this is the path that your life is supposed to be on. Oh, absolutely. And that's hard. And I think we can lose sight of that sometimes of like be a victim of the circumstances. Yes. But you got to hold your head high and you have to be proud of who you are. And no matter what situation you're in, I I really think that there's always like a purpose for that. One one thing too, I think is, is kind of um, finding your tribe. Yeah. I, I don't know if we can say that anymore but um i'm gonna say (laughs) um finding your village your group yeah people who you truly know are going to be the people who can Mm -hmm. help you along the way and whether it's somebody that you know that you need somebody who can drive a kid here or there or that just says i get it and i know and it's hard absolutely or you know or, or who's going to bring you dinner when you just are yeah. too tired to cook dinner. Yeah. Um, finding those people and mm-hmm. investing in those relationships. I've been a person who sometimes tends to invest in all the relationships. Same. And as I've gotten older and as I've tried, to, I think that might be something that has helped me kind of build an yeah. empire is having the smaller mm-hmm. group of people. And having who, discernment about who's going to be in, in your in your circle. And it's okay to not let everyone this is a controversial thing that but is so hard it's okay to, to not implement let that everyone in your circle people pleaser yeah yes how do you how do you kind of make the the this sounds terrible but make the cut like mm-hmm. of how do you kind of figure out who's adding value and who's sucking value well, that is a great question and something that probably like one of the top things that I've struggled with because I am such a people pleaser. And I think that as women, largely like we're bred to be people pleasers. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's something that I have been working on and like something I've really deeply been aware of and like praying about is like how to practice that correct discernment with relationships and friendships um because I've had 
a lot of wonderful friendships and I've had a lot of really, really awful, terrible, toxic friendships and, um, you know, given chances to people who were really not in my corner. They were actually like against me and I loved them dearly. Mm-hmm. And so I think in, in relationships too. And so that's, that's a work in progress for me. I think that that's, that's common and kind of everything. And I, I, my pro- I think I've said this a few times now, but I am uh, 10 years older than you. And so I've kind of had more, yeah. maybe a little bit more Some practice more ex- with experience, that. Yeah. I don't think for myself, I don't, I would not say I'm a people pleaser. Most people in my life would not say that I'm a people pleaser. See, that's awesome. Um, I envy and, that. <laughs> but I, I, it, like one thing about it that I'm seeing is my almost 13 year old is now she really takes care of herself mm-hmm. and she really puts herself first. Oh. And I hope that it's oh, not going to overcorrect and like, she's going to be this selfish, I'm like so proud. person. But yes, well, I, I mean, think when you come from a place of like being such a people pleaser and then you make decisions for yourself, you do feel very, very selfish. And that has been hard. I have like felt like a mean person at mm-hmm. times in the last year because I have had to do that. And I've really had to like cut off, relationships and friendships with people and and make those hard decisions well and we had talked about the of my relationship um boundaries Mm -hmm. kind of analogy of um you can have a front porch and there's a million people that can be on your front porch and everybody and you you don't invest a a ton of time and energy into Mm -hmm. those people but they're all in your porch then you have your living room people can come into your house and these are your relate this is a figurative house um and this is the people that you kind of have more of a a, you have fun with you invest a little bit more um you have people in your kitchen that and and each room as you go through your house is a little bit smaller and you have people in your kitchen that your lives are kind of in in parallel to each other and you're going in the same direction and then you have the people in your bedroom Mm -hmm. and those are the people that you're and this is again a figurative bedroom yeah Um, (laughs) these are people that you're you're more intimate with and you're more close with I'm a person that I have lived a lot of my life of just pulling everybody into mm-hmm. my bedroom. Like I, I'm a genuine person. Yeah. I want to, you know, be in relationship with yeah. you and I want to pour into you and I yes. want you to pour into me. And mm-hmm. then I'm like devastated. Oh, if, like the person, our lives Beyond. kind of on go in different yeah, directions. Absolutely. Over the last five years, that has been something that has helped me kind of build my, my empire, mm-hmm. my, my career up is knowing what has value and yeah. what doesn't have value Absolutely. to me. Yes. And this does not, that's mean, important. It does not mean that if, if I, if I choose that we're no longer going to be in the kitchen together, mm-hmm. that does not mean that you're, you don't have value as a person right? or I don't have value yes. as a person. Absolutely. That means that we don't have value for each together. other. It's not a mutually beneficial thing. And Correct. that's okay. Cause you can still have love and respect for someone, but realize that like they're not beneficial to your life. I think mindset would be one big thing about kind of being a the ability to build an empire as a single mom yeah. and I think that finding what what holds value to you yes. is another thing mm-hmm. and really honoring those relationships that are mutually beneficial yeah. that you feel like you're seen you're heard you're valued you feel like you're given you know value to it's somebody an equal, else like give and take mm-hmm. situation I think that yeah. when you uh, and, and you know we've kind of said a couple times too where you're like I don't have time to necessarily do this 
energy is a huge part yeah. of that. And if you're putting energy into every single relationship, mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, you can say, the life out you know, you. that your client relationships, those are people on your front porch yeah. and they're all, you know, people part yeah. of your circle, but there is a difference between energy and time that you're putting into people on your front porch yeah. than people who are in your bedroom or in your kitchen. Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, I think that those are the, that, that can help you in order to build an empire. I think that's such a great analogy. I, I, I'm like, I keep telling everyone, I'm like, this is my no, thing. No, that um, is so perfect because it really like enables you to visualize like who, who really has let me the, tell you, it's right not to be there. This is not from me. This is from Elisa Allen um, to, to put it out there. This is yeah. not my, I'm uh, stealing. Well, but it's great. When you really can hone in on, on the value of your time and your energy and hone it in, mm-hmm. you cannot build an empire yeah. when you're spreading yourself so thin mm-hmm. and you're you're pu- investing into every single person and every yeah. single thing in your life. And a little step further from that, like I, I never could understand that concept of like my time being valuable and my energy being valuable until I learned to value myself mm-hmm. entering into this journey of like building my empire as a single mom I did not have I had very little self-worth could not see my value that's part of the reason why I interacted with and you know allowed people into the depths of, of my life and my soul who didn't deserve it because I didn't even see my own worth so or I you got your worth and your value from, from them other people. yes Yes, absolutely. That was what it was. That has been a part of my journey in the past several years, too, is learning like I'm worthy and I'm deserving of good people who are supportive to me and and give me what I need as well. Because you know that you have that worth. You don't. and, And listen everyone's gonna always I love a pat on the head I'm I love an girl for sure yeah and I will be the first to admit words of affirmation are my love language yes. and I strive for that but I have in in my life I really tried to focus on knowing the value of myself absolutely and knowing my self-worth yeah and then knowing what I have to bring to the table to a relationship with yes. somebody else and what I'm looking for mm-hmm. I think that so often when you're just searching for the value of yourself from in the eyes mm-hmm. of somebody else you're yeah. never gonna get it no matter what somebody no pours into you. no and it could it can go away in an instant yeah you know I mean whenever you're seeking the, that that worth from from other people that that was how I lived my life, mm-hmm. my whole entire life. And it's such a roller coaster then because it's like, you know, and, it's and rough. again, somebody could decide that you're not valuable yeah. to them, but that's not you're not valuable. Yeah. It's that you're not feeding what their needs are. And there's people who but, are like energy suckers, yeah. too, who really, I mean, they can they can see that. They, they look mm-hmm. at you and they're like, oh. There she is. You know, yeah. she doesn't value herself. Yeah. And, you know, so I think it's... it's and there's people who, who suck energy that yeah. aren't necessarily... They're not aware. They don't know. Yeah. I don't think Absolutely. everybody's malicious about yeah. it. But I think when you're always looking for somebody else to mm-hmm. kind of provide that self-worth, then when, when they don't provide it anymore, you have no, just, you're yeah. sucked mm-hmm. down. Yeah. And so your your life's a lot more on yeah. the roller coaster. And you have no discernment then. You're, yeah. you're allowing everyone in because you're trying to get that validation from all these different sources other than yourself and you know you're not actively choosing like the right people in your life yeah um yeah. I feel like we could go forever and ever and ever and talk about this for real like, obviously this is something oh, we're yeah. both very very passionate yes. about when you started this um single moms 
group on Facebook. Yeah. You know, you were like, oh, you know, maybe the the moms that are military moms that are, you know, and that's a Same. whole yeah, other. That's a whole different ballgame. You know, that's, but yeah. it is another form of you're, you don't have the support and you are kind of on an island. And yeah. So there's so many islands and. Um, I just think we're, we're in this together and there's yeah. some key por- parts to like kind of be able to push yourself forward and, yeah. and propel, but also knowing you're not alone is a huge part. You of are it. not alone. Yes. Yeah. And I think when you're courageous enough to be open and vulnerable, then, you know, you can really see that there's other people who are having the same struggles as you and it, it's helpful. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I think that's women tend to feel like they they have to handle everything on their own and they're by themselves guilty the more Mm -hmm. you um you know and maybe do some research and realize that you know 50 percent of the people the our single moms might be in the same situation who would have thought that yeah i have no idea yeah that's so crazy thank you so much for co-hosting with me i love this this. we will hopefully have more if you have any topics that you want us to talk about let us know and um drop us a line and um hopefully you'll hear from sabrina and i again soon yeah thanks for listening if you want to know more about Powered by Her, head over to PoweredByHerCommunity.com. Powered by Her is a local initiative that strives to provide inspiration and community for area women in entrepreneurship and business. We'd love to have you support what we're doing, join the community, order a t-shirt. We'd love to have you kind of part of us. Look to our website, join us for a lunch and learn, and um, get a sticker, put it on your water bottle. Get a sticker, (laughs) get the swag, and show everybody uh, what you're doing to support Powered by Her. We hope to see you soon and um, be part of our community. Thanks for being here. Thanks.